You're listening to After The Jack, a McPherson Media Group production. Hello and welcome to another episode of After The Jack. Uh, I'm your host again this week, Aiden Payne, joined by uh, Ash Williamson. AJ, thanks for jumping in, as always. Yes, no, thank you, uh, Aiden, for jumping in. Uh, Tyler, was he at the Maldives this week or uh, Galapagos Islands on his his, um, sabbatical still? I'm not sure if he's in Sorrento in Italy or, yeah, where he's off to. But uh, No, I appreciate you joining us and uh, we're ready for another big After the Jack podcast. And, yes, and as always, Brian Nisbet, welcome. Thanks very much. That's all right, mate. Aiden, um, pleased, to, pleased to be back in the chair. Plenty to talk about, mate. Yeah, it certainly is. And I think we'll get on to... A review of last weekend's games, or do you want to do Tuesday first, Ash? No, oh, we'll do Tuesday first. Do because, today, yeah, because we're both sitting here. Obviously, the the the, oh. the listeners can't see, but usually we come in and Brian's in his East Shepherd in uniform on a Tuesday, and um, yeah, today I'm in my Shep Park uniform. So caught um, me by surprise, mate. I was, um, yes, yeah. Look, um, last opportunity I'll have to play Tuesday Bowls True. with school going back next week, but yep. um, got the SOS call on Monday from Di Hands, the, the midweek chair, woman of selectors, and um, asked if I'd be available, and I was sort of expecting maybe someone had pulled out of Division 2 or 3, and I would have been happy to help out anywhere, but um, yeah, Peter Matthews was unwell in Division 1, so took his spot in Mark Thorne's rink against East Shepherd in the day, and we were Thoroughly outclassed by Graham Barber's rink. Uh, Kenny Martin led really well uh, for that rink, and we, we, we lost by 19 on our rink. But um, luckily, the other two, Graham Myers and Die Hands, skipped really big wins, so we were able to sneak over the line overall, which was good. Brian, how did you go today? We went down to Kai Abram. Uh, Phil Denham was the match winner. He defeated Kevin Cox by 20-odd shots, I think. Yep. And we won the other two rings. Janice Delmenico won by five over, uh, what's her name? I just can't think. Uh, Barrett, Jill Barrett. Jill Barrett, yep. And we defeated Terry Rose, our skipper. I played third to Terry. And we got uh, second today was Peter Dawson, who bowled well, and Karen Truman. We defeated um, Daryl Gade's rink by three shots in a really was a really good game. Daryl Gade bowled exceptionally well, and so did Ian George leading. Fantastic. Well, uh, on that note, we'll we'll jump straight into the Tuesday midweek pennant review. Uh, most of these competitions playing round eleven. We'll start with Division Five results from today. Yaroa went over to Violet Town and had a good forty-two thirty-seven win and picked up all the points, fourteen points to zero. Uh, Shepherd and Park went to Marutna and also won on the road, forty-one twenty-six in a clean sweep. Uh, a bit tighter this one. Rushworth forty-nine forty-one at East Shepparton. A good result there, 12 points to two. And also Colburn Abbon. So uh, all the away sides won this week. They beat Avenal at Avenal, 41-32, 12 points to two. Just a quick look at the ladder. Uh, so after 11 rounds, Shep Park's on top with uh, eight wins, a loss and two draws, 116 points from Euroa, 107. And a little bit of a drop down to Colburn Abbon, 89 
Avenal 88, and nipping at their heels, Rushworth 79, and then a bit of a drop-off to Violetown, Marupna, and East Shepparton. So that's Division 5. Looking at Division 4 results today also, uh, this is Round 14, bit of a bigger comp this one, more teams in it. Seymour, again, continuing the away teams thread, or trend, 53 shots to 46 12 points to four. They only won one rink there. Just looking at the rink results, the the uh, the hero there was Donna Sims's rink over uh, Joe Chant. 27-13 was enough to get them the spoils there. Looking at other results, Eildon at home, 62-57 in a tight one against Dookie, 14 points to two. East Shepparton also by uh, five shots in a tight one against Tat Hilltop, 14 points to two, 67-62. Shep Park, far too good for Kyabram at Kyabram, 83-38, which is uh, a big, big uh, tally there in uh, three-rink pennant. 14 points to two. And Murchison went to Alexandra. Is this an, is this an upset, Brian? 59-55, always very hard to win at Alexandra. 14 points to two. I thought their policy was they weren't going to go down there, so well, look that's at, a bit of a... Yeah, a bit, a bit of a turn-up. <laughs> shocked me there. But, well, but, but see, looking at the ladder... Um, they have nudged closer to the top four, so maybe they've decided that they, they might need to play some of these away games if they are to sneak into the four. That was Alexandra's first loss for the year. 14 games, 10 wins, one loss, three draws, 176 points. Well clear on top from Eildon, 158. Bit of a jump down to Dookie on 130. Shepherd and Park are fourth on 121. And then we've got Murchison, courtesy of today's result, 104. Uh, East Shepparton 102, Tat Hilltop 101, and then a drop down to Seymour, Merrigan and Kyburn. But a big result there in Division 4 with Merch causing an upset at Alexandra. Certainly was, and uh, well done to Merch. And um, I'm very pleased they've changed their attitude. I know it's a big call to go a, down there. It is a big trip, Particularly yeah. to play midweek bowls when you start at 9.30. Yeah. So full credit to them. They would have probably left about 7 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, look, and um, and obviously they would have come back fairly happy. So um, hopefully, yeah, um, it gives them sort of a bit of a pep up as the season, the regular season is. It's well, if, they, if they took a bus, I'd say there'd be a few stubbies drinking away. <laughs> yeah, and well-deserved. Uh, looking, yeah, looking at Division 3, Shep Park far too good for Marupna Golf, 101.43 in a clean sweep. Shep Golf beat Yaroa 75-75, only by two shots, 14 points to two. Kyabram too good for Nagambi, 88-50, 14 points to two. Avenal, one-shot victors over East Shepparton, 77-76 at East Shepparton, which is a good result. I'll just refresh this. There wasn't a result when I last looked in the um, Seymour VRI Namurka game. Uh, we have got one now. One-shot victors, Seymour VRI against Namurka at Namurka, 65 64. So looking at the ladder there, Seymour uh, VRI keeps top spot. That was the first versus second sort of clash there. 165 points. Namurka second on 150. Kyabram uh, 148. And then Shep Park in fourth on 145. A really nice tight top four there in Division 3. Avenal a fifth. Uh, 132, Nagambi 116, and then it drops down a fair way to East Shep, Shep Golf, Euroa, and Marutna Golf. But again, uh, a lot of interest in that Div 3 comp. There seems to be mm. the top four there, Brian, look uh, like anyone can win on their day. Yeah, it looks that way. No, that's, uh, as you said, really tight and a very um, 
competitive top four. Yeah. Um, Division two, uh, Kyabram beat East Shepparton and as Brian alluded to, 66 to 54, 12 points to four. Um, the one big ring result, result swinging at Kyabram's way, Brian. Yeah, Phil Denham's rink. He's a leading skipper. He's got 10 wins for the season. Yep. And uh, my illustrious skip, Terry Rowe, has got nine wins and a draw. Yep. So we're going hammer and tongs to try and finish as a top rink in uh, yeah. that division, but it'll be a hard ask. I would, I would have added some spice today to that contest if they'd actually drawn each other, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, know? it would have been good, but Kevin Cox is a top skippy. one. He, he won um, in Division 1 on Saturday Pennant, mm. and it's a different a different ball game playing Tuesday midweek Pennant. Mm. I mean, for instance, I'm not having a – Graham Barber's the leading skipper in Division 1, had a real good year in midweek. Yeah, and he was fantastic But on Saturday, today, yeah. you've got to look at his – on Saturday, he's coming last in the um, – in the skip of the year. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's he hasn't a, won a game yet, but you've got to take it into context. He's different skipped style an of game. Or, yeah, different game, different side, different competition. Yeah, that's right. Um, Marupna Golf, uh, too good for Marupna. 82 shots to 54, 14 points to two. Tad Hilltop snuck over the line against Shep Golf, 76 72, 14 points to two. Tally Garupna went to Stanhope and took all the points there, 81-58. And Shep Park had a good win at home against Seymour, 79-56, 14 points to two. Bev Kale was a big winner on the day there. So looking at the Division Two ladder, Kyabram on top with uh, 160 points, closely followed by Shep Park, 152. Tally Garupna a third in their first year in midweek competition, 140. Shep Golf, 121. East Shepparton and Brian uh, nipping at their heels on the outside, looking in at the moment, 117. Then uh, Tatura Hilltop, 112. And then, and then it's a bit of a drop away to Seymour, Stanhope, Marupna Golf and Marupna. Brian, what's your run like home? Do you think you can sort of jump into the, the four at Shep Golf's expense? Do you play them again or not? Golf. Uh, I'll have a look. You've yes, got, we'd have. Or You've got Stanhope next week and then you've got... Uh, Shep Park, which will be a tough one. Then you've got Marupna Golf, and then you finish off with, uh, where, and then you finish off with Hilltop. So you're a chance. Yeah, you'd probably need to at least win probably three of those. I'd say. Yeah, I think we can do it. Yeah. Um. So that that'll be an intriguing race for the final. Yeah, form. where it'll be go right down to the wire. Yep. Um, and Division 1, so Shepparton Park, as we touched on, 72-56 over East Shepparton, which was a big win in the context of their season, 14 points to two. Um, Mark Thorne's rink really struggled, which which I was in today. We had a bit of a team meeting uh, afterwards and just sort of looked at changing that rink, which, you know, um, everyone was agreeable to. It just sort of, um, since Christmas, it's probably fallen away a bit and then sort of gradually got worse. I think it lost by 11, then 12, and now 19. So um, I think you'll find next week Paul Warren will skip that rink and Peter Matthews will return as third and, and Mark Thorne will just drop down a second to try and regain some confidence. And Sue Tyson wasn't in today either, so she'll return and lead in that spot. So um, trying to stabilise that rink because the other two are sort of going really well, particularly Graham Mises' rink with Bree Warren leading exceptionally well in that rink and, and Dennis Beck's been playing third and Jenny Hill second. So, you know, you sort of don't want to break up that rink that's going really no, well. No, no. And, and Di Hans's rink had a really good day as well. So just that... That third rink that they're trying to stabilise there as they try and continue their their finals push. Well, you're not doing a hell of a lot too wrong over there at, uh, 
at the Parkers, mate, sitting second on the ladder. Yeah, but this was a really crucial game because I think going in um, uh, east were third maybe and, and Shep Park were fourth. So it, it was going to be really crucial playing these sides that are at a similar level in the last few rounds, you you know, and everyone's jock, jockeying for positions in the four. You've really got to try and win, particularly at home. You don't want to lose your home games because that could be the difference between you finishing, say, second and, and fifth and missing out altogether. So... A really important win there. Yeah, it was unfortunate. Stacey's collier has had to look after the bowl shop. Uh, mm. As the Waken Shores, originally only the two were going, but then Graham and Gail, this McEwen decided to go, Chantel's uh, parents. Yep. And so Stacey's uh, out again next week. Yep. And, and probably, and, 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 and I that's mean, that's a big loss when you lose one of your gun skippers. Yeah, that's going to And we them. had to move Alan Houston up from... Our division. It yeah. wouldn't have made any difference today the way Denham won his rink. But um, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul and yeah. it's just unfortunate. But and, and, and at this stage of the season too, when you're sort of trying to cement your spot in the four, right. um, you lose these next two games. I mean, obviously, you know, next lost week. Today it, lost today, yeah. I don't know who they play next week, but um, we'll, we'll have a look. Yeah. Could be Rushworth, we'll, hopefully. No, Shep Park play. They play Hilltop. And, and, and there's, there's a side that's fifth, I think, at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So as you were saying before, AJ, it was really crucial today to get that win because yeah. you look at from fourth to seventh on the on the ladder, and there's only eleven points that yeah. separate them. It's so, so it's less than a game. You know, it's you a have good a, competition. You have a sixteen nil win, you can easily jump a few positions. But if you have a bad day and you lose every rink, well, it's all of a sudden yeah, you're falling down. Kyabram, right. um, the top side, defeated Shepherd and Golf 82-67, 14 points to two. Just looking at those rink results. Mary Greco, 32-29 to against Chris Wright. Uh, Jenny Dixon, big win over Ash King, 32-16. Uh, Wayne Gribble got some points for Shep Golf there, 22-18 over Chris Preddy. So Kyabram um, sort of cementing their spot on top of the ladder there, Brian. And um, do, do you think they're the team to beat for you? Well, yeah, I wouldn't rule out uh, Shep Golf, and I think Park's still a rough chance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, you'd have to say they'd be favourites at the moment. I think it's one of those things. It's sort of on the day. And uh, the, 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 day, thing, yeah. the, the, the thing with um, Shep Golf and, and Park is they've had a lot of changes to their rinks throughout the year and um, that sort of chopping and changing can unsettle things a little bit. Like, obviously, I played – I'll only be there for today and then I won't play another yeah. game. And then, you know, you, you start sort of changing skips and thirds and things around, whereas Kybram seems to have been quite settled and stable for majority of the season, and I think that's really served them well. Oh, for sure. And so Ashley King's had a big year. I mean, yeah. that would be probably his only loss for the year and we on a, in a rink. Yeah, yep. So. Uh, yeah, and, and, and um, you know, I think sort of there's three or four games left before finals and um, those sides chasing Kyburn will just be trying to tinker as much as they can to find those right combinations at the at the business end of the year. Yeah, spot on. Euroa, a big win over at Tatura Bowls Club. Beat the reigning Premier 78, 69, 14 points to two. Looking at the results, Ken Sutcliffe, 38, 15 over Rod Medill, which is a big win. Tony Kingman, 29, 19 over Phil Boyd. Um, Johnny Atwood did his best with his rink there. Faye Atwood, his wife, and obviously sister-in-law, Dot Best, Peter Wallace, 35-11 over Andy Houston. You wouldn't see Andy Houston cop a result like that, but um, wasn't quite enough to get Tat Hilltop over the line. So a big win to Yaroa there on the road. Yeah, that, that amazed me. Andy Houston played Kenny Sutcliffe in the final of the singles down there. 
Kenny won his 16th club championship. Congratulations, Ooh. Ken. He'd be not far off Darky Rowan. I drew him last week and I wanted to draw the best skip. Yeah. He rolled me by two, but in fairness to Ken, he, he beat me on the day and he bowled exceptionally well and um, he didn't get a lot of help from his team. Mark Stevens put in some good bowls, but I've seen Mark bowl a lot better than that. So my team did perform better than his. Yes. But he was a difference, and it just proves what a great – his control of weight and yeah. it's just unbelievable. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Look, he's um, continuing to sort of uh, go to a new level, even you know, for someone who's been bowling as long as him, and 16 club championships is phenomenal. Yeah, he's a, he's a class act. No worries about it. And uh, rounding off the midweek pennant round, uh, Seymour, a clean sweep win over Rushworth, 84-63, looking at the rink results. Max Hammond, 28-22 over Bruce Wooten. Ian Eichfuss, big win over Laurie Nicholson, 32-21. And Graham Flint, 24-20 over Gene Sprague. So looking at the ladder there, um, there's been a lot of positional changes throughout the year as sides are sort of beating each other. Kybram uh, on top, 118 points from Shep Park, move up to second, 106. Shep Golf third on 99. East Shepparton in a fourth, 94. On the outside, looking in, Seymour a fifth after their win today, 88 points. Also on 88 is Tat Hilltop. 83 uh, points, Euroa, courtesy of their win today, and then Rushworth on 28. So as Aidan alluded to, sort of from third or even um, fourth down to seventh, they can all still make it uh, yep. with with two or three weeks remaining in the season, Brian. What do you think the final four will end up being? Kai uh, Abram. Kai Abram, uh, second... Oh, in no particular order. No, well, I think I think Park can make it. Kai Abram Park. I'll I'll put East in there. I think East can make a four. And who's the one I'm golf. thinking of? Yeah, Shep Golf. Yeah. So you think it'll remain the same? Remain the same. Yeah. Look, I think um, I think Kai Abram Park and Golf will stay in there. I reckon that maybe I haven't without looking at the draw. If Seymour has got mm. a couple of away, um, home games remaining, I think they can maybe potentially jump in. Yep. Yeah, but um, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Weekend review, Brian, from Saturday just gone. Have you got that all lined up to go, or do you want oh, me to? You can kick it off. Rightio, we'll start. You're well organised, eh? Rightio, <laughs> we'll start with round seven from uh, Saturday, January 21. This is round 11, uh, weekend pennant. Seymour had a clean sweep over Alexandra, 46 shots to 29. Rushworth, 36-32 over Violettown. And Eildon, by one shot, 33-32 over Avenal at home. So that's uh, Division 7 of Weekend Pennant. Division 6, uh, Shep Gull for one-shot victory over Stanhope at home, 12 points to 4, 59-58. Just looking at the rink scores there, who was the hero for Shep Golf? It was... Bruce G. Evaneni, good to see Bruce in the winner's circle. 26-11 over Thomas Burgess, getting golf the spoils there against Stanhope in round 10. Shep Park, clean sweep over Marupna, 86-37 at home. Kyabram, far too good for Dookie, 75-36. And Yaroa, too good for Yay, 79-47 in Division 6. Division 5, um, Seymour VRI snuck home over Alexandra at home, 74-72, 14 points to four. Um, East Shepparton had to forfeit, unfortunately, against Murchison, uh, as did Marupna Golf against Tatura Hilltop. Uh, Colburn Abbott went to Merrigan and had a 73-71 victory, two shots, 14 points to four. And Eildon, 
84-72 at home against Dookie, 16 points to two. Looking at Division 4, Tad Hilltop, far too good for Seymour, 99-68, 16 points to two. Seymour VRI, this was a good win at Shepparton Park, came uh, on the road, 117-67 to 67, uh, in a clean sweep result there. They're, I think they're the benchmark in Division 4, Brian. Certainly. Um, yep. Uh, Kai Abram, a clean sweep at uh, Tally Garutna. Well, I don't think this would have been at Tally, but anyway, 101-69. to 69. And Urara also took all the points against East Shepparton, 106 to 79. Just quickly looking at the ladder there. Yeah, Kyabram on top from Seymour VRI, Yaroa, Tat Hill top, and Shepparton Park a fifth. But there's 91 points uh, is the fourth place side, Tat Hill top, and Shep Parker on 68. So there's quite a wide gap there, Brian. I'd say the four's nearly set. Yes. Division three, round 10, Rushworth, 120 to 86 at Avenal, which is a good win for Rushworth. They're 16 points to two. Shep Golf at home, 93-84 against Stanhope, 16 points to two. Nagambi also took 16 points to two against Marupna, 106-77. And Seymour, too good for Shepparton Park, 97-77, 16 points to two. Just a quick look at the ladder. Seymour, again, the benchmark in that competition, looking to uh, avoid uh, the heartbreak of last year's grand final where they sort of went unbeaten and then lost to Tally in the grand final. But they're on top again, uh, 129 points. Nagambi, 95 points. Shepparton Park in third on 86. Rushworth, fourth on 80. Shepgolf, fifth on 76. Marupna, 73. Stanhope, 70. And then Avenal on 39. So there's a bit of interest in the chase for the top four. Probably what I reckon works in Seymour's favour is they've actually lost a game up to this point. So there probably won't be as much pressure on them at this stage as opposed to the grand final last year when they'd pretty much blown everyone out of the water um, and then couldn't get it done in the big dance. True. Division two, round 10. Shep Golf, too good for Tat Hilltop, 106 to 74, 16 points to two. Shep Park, 109.95, 16 points to two. Pretty good effort from Marupna Golf at home. They're um, only yeah, good effort. 14 shots there, and they managed to nab a rink. Kai Abram, the, the top side against Tally Garupna, 88.82, 14 points to four. And Yaroa had a clean sweep. Um, Brian, as you mentioned, uh, against East Shepard and 115 to 79. A bit disappointing, Brian, given that one was at home. You would have expected to maybe take some points. Were you inside or outside? No, we're at Yaroa. You're at Yaroa. We were reversed to draw because Yaroa's green oh, the because of the floods. Yep, that makes sense. Yep. How are the greens running there? Oh, magnificent. Yeah, yeah they're four, always. Oh, and the back green was good too. Our division four played there. And look, yep. the greens were brilliant. Um, there wasn't there wasn't much in it at Smoko, but one one rink without mention um, went. They were 11 all at Smoko and got beaten 13-40. Yeah. And the other three rinks only lost by a nine. Yeah, so. yeah. It's always hard to cover. No, it, it is. It, but that's bowls. Anything can happen. Yeah. We weren't at our full strength. We had the, we had 16 players out. Yeah. You know, that's why we had to do four for Division 5. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, looking forward to getting your thoughts, Brian, on the top four in Division 2. Kybram is on top at the moment, 122 points. Shep Golf second, 105 Shep Park in third on 103. Yaroa's fourth on 98. Tally Garupna's fifth on 86. And then it's a bit of a drop from East Shep, Tat Hilltop and Marupna Golf. What do you think of the top four? Is it settled or do you think Tally can jump in? Settled. You reckon Yaroa will hold on to fourth and Shep yep. Park? Yep. Yeah. I I just think Tally will stay fifth. I think the top four is uh, 
pretty well proved themselves, in yep. my opinion. Yeah, yep. Um, Division 1, the Allen Matheson Shield, round 10. So we had Shep Park, 110 shots to 90 against Marupna. Now, this was an interesting game. It was three rings to one at the end, but Marupna was actually five shots ahead at Smoko, and they were probably more ahead sort of probably in the first hour and a half of the game. Um, Paul Warren's rink was down... 10-2 against Jeff Anselmi and Josh Warren's rink was well down against Bruce Anselmi. I think it was about 14 down at Smoko. So Shep Park really had to, we had to knuckle down in the second half and managed to get the job done in the end, but it was far from convincing and obviously Marupna have really improved a lot as the season's progressed. We played him in the very first game of the year on our carpet um, and yeah, uh, gave them a bit of a touch-up, but you can see that, you know, Josh Greaves skipping, he had a pretty rough day against Dennis Beck, but you can see some of these players that are coming through at Marupna and they're getting better with each Division One outing. So they did a really good job and we ha- had our work cut out to, to sort of get over the line there. It really was that that rink, wasn't it, um, that kind of yeah, blew yeah. out that final score? Yeah, well, that was the difference in the end, you know. Um, so it was 34-16, Dennis Beck, who was um, stepping in for Jeff Boyle, who... Um, had an accident playing tennis, copped an injury playing tennis during the week, so he had to pull out. Um, Dennis Beck came in and Rob Thorne um, earned a reprieve from Division 2 and played third, and um, and they had a pretty good day against Josh Greaves' rink there. And then the other the other rinks sort of cancelled each other out. Bruce Anselmi won 26-23 over Josh Warren. Paul Warren beat Jeff Anselmi 25-23. Probably should have been a little bit more. Dropped some silly shots on the last couple of couple of ends there when we were well up but and Paul Nichols and Darren Kelly were level going into the last end and Tom Downey Darren Kelly's third put the jack in the ditch and it was sort of probably oh, a couple of feet away from it in the ditch and Graham Silky Myers your good mate Brian drew two basically to the plinth who's had an outstanding year and then Paul Nichols drew a third one to win 28-25 so what a finish yeah um looking at the other games Tad Hilltop uh, beat East Shepherd in 114-76, 16 points to two. Really important victory for, for Tad Hilltop to sort of get a bit of momentum uh, in the second half of the season after a disappointing first half. They only managed one win of their first sort of seven or eight games. So um, a good result for them at home. Shep Golf went over to Stanhope, 100, points, 100 shots to 71, 16-2. Uh, looking at the rink results, Brett Gunning uh, stepping up uh, basically and skipping instead of Alan Dove. 22-21 over Ben Fletcher. Um, Brad Orr, 38-13 over Tim Hancock. Greg Fitzpatrick had a big win or a good win over John Gribble, 22-18. And Brett Foley, 22-15 over Hayden Crilly. So he's the skip of the year at the moment, Brian. He is. And Greg Fitzpatrick, I think he's won his sixth game. As, as a skip or yeah, yeah we'll have a look, might have That's a look. That's a fantastic. He doesn't get much fanfare, but no, no. I mentioned him on the show a few weeks ago. How well he's his rink is performing, and he obviously is a, taking some scalps. He's the um, skip and um, the leader of the bunch. So yeah, yeah, he's doing very well. This final game of the round, AJ. Yes, this is the one that really intriguing because we talked it up a hell of a lot last week. We did, yeah. Look, this was the one that probably had the or well, did have the most interest in terms of the premiership race. Tally Garupna playing Kyabram at Shepparton Park, so they'll be using our one of our grass greens for the remainder of the season with their green out of action. Um, so you know, neutral venue. Um, Kyabram had had a game against us there just before Christmas. 
I I know I favoured Kybram. I thought they're. Uh, I picked Kai too. Yeah, yeah, I thought they'd be, look. Their rinks looked a little bit more settled, but it was Talagarupna flexing their muscles. The reigning premier, 98, 73, 16 points to two. From all reports, sort of, um, they jumped them uh, in the first half. Adrian Pantling had a big lead against Jeff Beatty, and uh, they were in control pretty much all the day. Just looking at the ring scores, Brent Rayner was the only winning skip for Kybram, uh, 22-19 over Mitch Sidebottom. Um, you know, that, so that's, that's a good result for Brent. Reportedly, he was, he was um, outstanding against Mitch and, and won that contest quite comfortably and was the difference there, 22-19. Um, Pantling, Adrian Pantling, 30-21 over Jeff Beattie, which is a huge scalp as well because Beattie's rink with Rob George as third and Rob Ansett leading and Josh Cartwright playing second. They were red hot. Um, yep, so they were. Huge way to sort of um, make an impression on his new club. First time skipping. Jeff Franz is third. Tom Goodwin second. And Russell Orchard, 30-21. Mark Ryan, uh, 21-15 over David Cartwright. I reckon he's just, you know, he's in that sort of imperious sort of form. He's won their club singles, uh, Mark Ryan. um, And he's starting to really show some of his best stuff at the right end of the season, Brian. Yeah, well, he's... He's a proven player, isn't he? Yeah. He had a real good grand final last year. He Big time player. Yeah. He got away from Ori, who seems to be his nemesis. 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 I got it out. Can you say cinnamon, Brian? Cinnamon. Ambulance. Ambulance. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, but outstanding. Nemesis. Nemesis, yeah. And outstanding result. Look, um, Terry Lee White, Trevor Serafini haven't been in there much this year. They've primarily been in Division 2. So for them to come in and play their role in a big game against Kyber, that's a great result. And the last rink, David Dawes, 28-15 over Connor Truen. So what do you take out of it, Brian? Um, a tally, the, the second best... Yeah, you know, second favourites now for you. Are they going well, to Well, I think second? they are. They proved it in that game on a neutral green. Yeah. Do you, um, do, do, do you think Pantling is a big difference or not? Well, he must be. Yes, I've never is. seen him play, but he's coming there. Jeff France was skipping early on. He, yeah. Jeff was about 50-50, but mm. I definitely think he's strengthened the team. And when Rod still can't get a game... I mean, he bowled very well in yeah. the twos, according to Phil Denham. Yeah, I think he, he's... Um, he's going to be unavailable. A fair bit, yeah. So, look, yeah. Um, you know, whether... Um, I haven't seen Kybram sides this week, whether they make some changes or not. To me, it might seem like they're a bit susceptible in the front end. You know, they've got a lot of class in their skips and thirds, but um, a couple of their rinks lead in second. But and, and, you know, as we've seen with their twos, they're not lacking any depth, Kai. So if they want to swing some changes, they can just to try and stiffen up the front ends a bit because, as we know, in these big games, if you've got a lead setting you up every end, that, that can be the difference between oh, winning for and sure. Those, yeah. Getting that early pressure is pretty pivotal and it, uh, it doesn't get any easier for them this weekend, does it? No, they've got they've got Shep Golf and look, um, they'll be smarting a bit from the last time they played them when they should have beaten them overall. They won three out of the four rings um, and it was only one that sort of let them down overall. I think it was David Cartwright's ring. So whether they... You know, it's a, it's a big call whether they want to make a selection statement or whether they want to pick and stick a little bit for this Shep golf game and um, and sort of just write that one off as a bit of a blip. But um, it is a huge game. Pretty much, I think, if they lose it, that might be second gone, I'd say. So, um, yeah, and, I'll, and the I'll double chance. I won't argue with that. 
Um, you know, like I know Tally's got to play Shep Golf again as well, but um, two losses in a row at this time of the year could be fatal to their double chance hopes. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Certainly will be. Um, we might go to a break and then we'll get into the preview for this weekend's Saturday pennant round. All right, welcome back. Uh, we're going to preview weekend pennant for this Saturday, Brian, January 28. He, uh, where are we starting? Division 7, around 12. I'm going for Alex to defeat Avenal, Eildon to defeat Violet Town and Rushworth to defeat Seymour. The four is Rushworth, Violet Town, Eildon and Alex. Division 6, round 11. Going for Shep Golf to defeat Marupna. Yaroa to defeat Dookie. Yay to defeat Marupna. Stanhope to lose to Yaroa. I've got Yaroa down here twice. That's good, good effort. I wonder who that game is. Division 6, round 11. Look it up, Ash. Right, yeah. Keep going. Whoever Stanhope are playing. Yep. Must be Eildon. Who, who, who do you I'm want? Stanhope are playing Eildon, I think S- it is. Stanhope are playing Yay. Yay. Yaroa's well, playing Dookie. Marupna yeah, I've got Shep. that, so I'll put Yaroa instead of Yay. Yeah, that happens. Too. Yep. Anyway, I'm going for Yay. The four is Kyabram, Yay, Yaroa and Stanhope. Yep. Right, a weekend division five, round 14. Alex to defeat Marupna Golf. Merch to defeat Merrigan. VRI to defeat Eildon. Correction, Eildon to defeat VRI. Okay. And Dookie to defeat East. And Colbo to defeat Tat Hilltop. The four at the moment is Alex, Merch, Dookie and Colbo. Big call there. Seymour VRI, pretty good uh, good side at home. I reckon I'll go VRI to beat Yield. Yeah, I think they're well down in this division. They're yeah. not in the four. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for them at home. Okay. Division uh, four, round 11. Uh, the four is Kai, VRI, Yarrow and Tad Hilltop. I'm selecting VRI to defeat Seymour in the local derby. Yarrow to defeat Tally, Tad Hilltop to defeat East and Kai to defeat Shep Park. Yep. Division three, round 11. Rushworth to defeat Shep Golf, Park to defeat Marupna, Seymour to defeat Avenal and Nagambi to defeat Stanhope. The four is Seymour, Nagambi, Shep Park and Rushworth. I think that's a round where... The top four sides are basically playing bottom four at the moment. That so, is, yeah, it is. I think I think they will go as ladder positions indicate. Yeah, for sure. Division two, round eleven. Shep Golf to defeat Marupna Golf. Yaroa to defeat Tally. Tad Hilltop to defeat East. And Kai Abram to defeat Shep Park. And the four is Kai. Shep Golf, Shep Park and Yaroa. Yeah, a lot of lot of interest in the Yaroa Tally game. I think that game could decide fourth. Definitely. And I think Yaroa showed enough on Saturday uh, on their home green. Um, one rink in particular stood out, and that was Andy Houston's. Yep. And it's a there's a long time. It's a big week in bowls, and then he got a flogging in the midweek. So Today, yeah, unbelievable. Division one weekend round eleven. Park fourth by East seventh. It's Park for me by twenty six shots at home. I think they'll get it 16-2. Kai plays Shep Golf. Hang on, what about my prediction? What's that? Or my analysis. Yeah, I, well, sorry. I think... Um, Your tip. Yeah, look, I think um, after last week's sort of mini scare against Marupna, 
Parker be, you know, we're, we're really looking forward to, you know, this week and then we've got Stanhope the week after. If we can win these next two games, I think that'll go a long way to solidifying fourth spot. So if we can go in with a lot of confidence and hopefully sort of put the game to bed a little bit earlier than we did last week against Marupna, um, that'll hold us in good stead. Yeah, I think I used to be disappointed in their performance. Uh, Kevin Cox had a big win. Yeah. Um, but the other three ranks would be... Probably disappointed with it, their efforts. It'll be interesting to see how they go about putting if Jeff Boyle's available for selection because the rink that he he was in won by eighteen last week. So whether whether he goes back in as a skip or and who goes out of that rink, you know, you, someone's going to be fairly stiff. I think so. We'll know later tonight, Ash. We will. Yep, I'll text you. Shep Golf first to play in Kai Abram second, and I'm going for uh, Shep Golf to win this. I think they'll win at 14-4. It's at Kai, isn't it? Yes. I think they can win 14-4 by 20 shots. Yeah, look, it's, it's interesting, um, you know, uh, they swapped Alan Dove, who who I think he'd only lost one or two games skipping, and he's about overplaying third to Brett Foley, and Brett Gunning's now skipping that rink. And so they've tinkered with and and Cole Power is now playing third to to Brad Orr. Mac Truen's an interesting one, whether he'll come into the Div 1 side. I notice he's played in Div 2 for Shep Golf. Obviously, a really good leader, Division 1 leader. Um, so whether he comes into the mix there. So I think they've still not quite settled with their 16 yet. Um, what do you think Kyle do with selection? Would you change after last week's result against Tally Brian? Do you think there's anything that they can look at to give themselves a better chance against the, the benchmark in the comp? I think they've got to look at a couple of leaders and seconds. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they make a couple of changes, but... Uh... You know, look, they've got a lot of experience in their Division 2, which we've touched on before, like um, Johnny Horsler skipped in Division 1 last year, Rob Seney. Well, Graham no, King's not in the ones, is he? Well, there's two Graham Kings, which one? The one that does the greens. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he started the year, I think, in the ones. He's a good leader. Yeah. Um, you know, Noel Redrop. Yep. You know, so there is a lot there that they can look to. Um, even, you know, uh, Calvin Hubble, Darren Boswood. There, there's lots of players that have got some Division One experience. Oh, for sure. Um, it's just whether they... Pan- or whether they think there's a cause for panic. After Joe Greco's good leader. Well, he was in Brent Rayner's rink in, in, up until recent times, yeah. and now Chris Williams is leading for Brent Rayner. So whether they think there was cause for panic over last week's result or whether they're happy to um, you know stay the course and go yeah. with the same 16, um, you know, obviously they'll need to improve a heck of a lot to, to beat the best side in the comp. Oh, for sure. I can't see them. Goal for me, 16-2. Yep, I'm the same. Uh, Tally third, play Marupna eighth. Tally will be playing this at Shep Park. Yes. And I think they can win 18 zip by 30 shots. Yeah, look, um, they would have taken huge confidence out of last week and uh, and obviously, you know, the arrival of Adrian Pantling's just stiffen up their depth a bit with their skips and their thirds and just gives them a bit more flexibility there. You know, it's a luxury having someone like Jeff Franz playing as a third um, you know, Mitch Sidebottom's got his trusty third, Joey Lear, back in his rink as well. Um, so, you know, they, they're they right up in, in this premiership race up to their ears now, I think. And um, if they can continue on their merry way and, and you know, if the golf Kybram result goes as um, ladder positions indicate, they'll be really um, looking at second spot and that double chance. So I think they'll they'll win this easy. 18 zip. Yep. Tad Hill top six plays Stanhope fifth. I think Tad Hopper, Tad Hilltop, 
have showed they beat Nice both times pretty comfortably. That they're a better side than where they were on the ladder. Uh, currently sitting sixth. I think they'll reverse the result um, at home against Stanhope. Uh, Stanhope might get a couple of rinks, but Tad Hilltop 14-4 uh, by 18 shots. Just quietly, Brian, um, I'm hoping the Tat Hilltop reverses the result because I think it would be a, a very good result for Shep Park in terms of wanting the cement fall spot if they were to beat Stanhope and just increase that gap a little bit more from fourth to fifth just to give us a little bit more of a buffer. I think last week's result will give them a bit of confidence. Maybe the, the contest before Christmas, um, they might have gone in a little bit uh, rested on their laurels a little bit and just thought that they were going to beat Stanhope and they got caught off guard. But um, I think this time they'll go in with a bit more of a point to prove and a chip on their shoulder and having the momentum of the win last week, I think will hold them in good stead and I think they can reverse that result 16-2. Yeah, I do too. Um, I think Peter Lasseur's ring went down last week, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Bit of a shock to Kevin Cox's ring. Yeah, look, and um, just sort of looking at Stanhope's side, uh, I mean, I think in terms of their... Before Christmas, with, with when they had David Keenan, it just gave them a little bit more depth. Losing him now, they're sort of... They, um, it, I think it just takes away a little bit more of their flexibility and their options with their rinks. And, um, you know, it might be a little bit harder for them week to week to just sort of... Um, if they have one rink that goes down heavy, to sort of cover that. So Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I think Tad Hilltop will win this one. So do I. All What's right. your margin? 14-4? 16 2, I 16, think by 20 yeah. odd. I reckon, yep. yeah, 20, 22 or 24 shots. Now, tell us what happened with the uh, mixed pairs finals on Sunday. Yeah, so the um, the, the, the last um, the quarter final semi or the knockout rounds of the, the GV State mixed pairs were played over at Marupna on Sunday. Um, and it got down to the final. It was an all Shep Park final between Die Hands and Paul Nichols versus Josh Warren and Sue Tyson. And, uh, as as we know, there was a bit of stormy activity around late on Sunday afternoon and they actually got a fair way through the game and then obviously due to the storm activity, I wasn't over in Marupna, it might have been worse, but um, they actually pulled the pin on the game with four ends to play with Die Hands and Paul Nichols leading by three shots. So they're actually going to play the last four ends at Shep Park, a different venue, on Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock and pick up where the score is with, with Di and Paul Nichols leading by three shots. That would be pretty unprecedented, wouldn't it? I wouldn't thought that would be legitimate or within the rules. It's um, To move the venue. Yeah, and even continue a game. I, 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 I think it's, um, it should be replayed in my opinion, but that's just mine. From the start. Yeah, wouldn't you think since they've gotten like well so far the, yeah. they are in front when the storm come you give them the game. That's but what if they were level though? Well, just replay it from the start. But there's what, so many different. What, 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 what's the precedent for it? And, and 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 I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I've heard of a pennant game in Melbourne the final being continued after so many ends. It wasn't mm. replayed. So. Well, I don't, I don't know how long they spent off the greens and I don't know what the exact rules are. But they've 20, either... 20 minutes if there's uh, lightning. You've got to stop the game for 20 minutes. Well, you had to do that at the Vic Open. Yeah, I did in that match Mixed. against um, 
the lovely Samantha Atkinson as a partner for <laughs> Yeah, but you didn't want the break, Brian. You come on and she yeah, oh, she, she but just turned it Obviously on, it's been ticked off by the G V match committee for that to be allowed to happen. And obviously they're playing it at, at Shep Park on Friday for the convenience because they're all yes. Shep Park. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it seems a strange one to me and I hope you know, like what, 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 what if Josh and Sue come out the first end and get an eight or something like that, and then all of a sudden it turns the game on its head? You know, like there's so many things that could happen. Well, it's a new game completely. Oh, That's why I think it should be replayed. But what if it would have been uh, two players from um, Shep Golf who were in yeah. the final? Would would they want to go to Shep Park? Or, you know, or what if they... They'd have to be a neutral venue then. Or, or what if they were from Alexandra or Eildon yeah, and they well, travelled right. an hour and a half well, away? They're, they're lucky, That really. wouldn't have happened. No. So, um, anyway, that's what's happening for... It's horses for courses, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, look, um, hopefully that there's not... Um, at the end of it, they play the four ends and there's not one team saying, oh, we were hard done by, but... Yeah, I, d- I think it's one one really outside the box. And look, if you, if if you thought that there was a possibility to happen, and I know we all look at weather forecasts, and usually what's what's forecast doesn't exactly happen. But if you thought that that was a possibility, maybe you could have just left it there and played it at another time. Like, don't start at all, or um, or start the final early, or something like you know something yeah. to make sure that the game wasn't half complete and then you and then you're left scrambling you know that's the first up here though isn't it I can't recall that happening yeah I've, I've never heard of anything like that no just um, just quickly on the weather have you had a quick glance at Saturday's predicted forecast yeah 37 of mural Wow, meteorology saying 39 yeah so really so so my understanding of the rule is if that's the case um, managers yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to turn up on Saturday and the managers yep. will monitor the temperature. If it gets above 38, you've got to go off the green and then you've got to wait half an hour to check the, the temperature. No, it's above 39. It's above 39, yep. is it? Yep. So if it's 38.9. Midweek, midweeks, um, at the top, the max is 38. Right. So if it's 38.9, we've got to be out there still. Yep. Yeah, it's got to be above. It's got to be thirty nine or above. Look, I'll, I'll I'll get in early and predict that we'll get a round completed because yeah, the I last time, like the last round that yeah. was called off, it didn't even get, it got to thirty seven and that was about it. So we could have nearly played. That obviously, was pre- the, yeah. what was that forty one predicted? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the bureau is a bit more conservative with their forecasting and and they go on the higher end of the, what they think the scale. Could yeah, be. that's it. Um, so I, I'm pretty confident we'll get the round ahead. You got a good um, ice box in uh, at Chip Park. Yeah, yep, yeah. Put yeah. That's been done before. We it, won't mention where. But. No, no, no. But, um, <laughs> fing, fingers crossed. We can fingers crossed. We can get through, and uh, we don't want to lose any more rounds of bowls. No, we don't. No, particularly. I think, going we'll, I think we'll get a game in. Yep, exactly. So, but uh, we got to review this rule next year. It's it's just got. Um, We've got to be able to start earlier or well, whatever. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a bit on the agenda. I think you know that the temperature rule and and even looking at 21 ends straight through, which the lower grades are, are trialing this year. And I know you know majority of competitions across Victoria just play 21 ends straight through. And I think you'll find that it'll be phased through all GV yep. division yep. grades yep. from next year. And uh, it was interesting. Had a good chat with Kenny Sutcliffe, who I played against on Saturday. A top guy, Kenny, and a great bowler. Uh, he was, he's in favour of 21 inch mm. straight through. So am I personally. But he'd like to see the competition 
reduced to three rinks, and I'm not against that either. I think it had helped sides like the smaller teams mm. with Division One, mm. and it helped Nagambi, Yaroa. Yeah. They're not in Division One, Nagambi. Yeah, but it helped them. Yeah, I think Do you agree. Um, Look, not. look, look! it's a tough one. I think at the bottom end, it makes a lot of sense. For those smaller clubs that don't have as many members, they're only having to find 12 um, players a week instead of 16 per grade. And I know Murray's gone down that path. But looking at the top end of the scale, if your player 13, 14, 15 or 16 in Division 1 and you like testing yourself at Division 1, all of a sudden you're playing in the twos. And a, and a lot of people jack up about that, I think. Um, because all of a sudden they're tipped out of the top grade, yep. and I think, um, like I know of a couple of people that play in the in the Murray comp who were worried that they weren't going to have a spot in the ones and mm. were looking at coming back to the GV yes, because yeah. because it was four rinks and they'd be more guaranteed a spot in the top grade. So it, there's that argument to it. And just getting back to the the twenty one ends straight through, I think if you canvassed the opinion of most of the clubs they'd be in favour of it. So if that's the case, if that's the consensus, and I'm only saying oh, this is only my guess. I'm pretty sure it's going to come in. We're the, one of the few associations who are not doing no, it and or it, areas. But if that's the consensus of the clubs, then, then it should be done. Yeah, for sure. Because we're the ones that are there and playing it. So if that's if that's what the clubs want, then then they, then they should you know, go well, with Well, it. I don't think the lower divisions in midweek and uh, a Saturday pennant, a weekend pennant, who are playing 21 ends because of the distance involved yeah. in travelling some clubs there. The logistics of it, They're yeah. quite happy with it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Um, I think there's some, some good discussions to be had in the off-season and a bit of change on the way. But I think three rinks for Marupna, Stanhope. Dookie. Do, um, yeah, and Merch. Yaroa. Yeah. I think it would be ideal. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I guess it's probably just the, 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 the top grades where people are getting nudged down. No, I agree with that too. Um, so, yeah. there's a There's a good argument for both. There's yeah. no doubt you, about that. You and I will end up in the sixes, Brian, if we're yeah, we'll 12. <laughs> we'll be out of Dookie playing in the sixes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we might leave it there, but um, thanks very much for listening again. And um, Aiden, you've done an outstanding job as the host the last couple of weeks. We very much appreciate it. Steering the ship very well, as Tyler Ma said. If I um, if I hear Tyler say it's bloody hard work ever again, I'll uh, I'll laugh at his face because it's very easy to sit here and um, just, yeah let you boys do your thing, which is um, yeah I'm more than happy to, to jump in. Yeah, thanks very much, Aiden, and thanks Ash for your input this program. I'll probably have a few more notes next week. No, that's all right. Been, we'll a, bit, been a bit slack this week, and we'll have a we'll have an interview uh, next week, probably from a local representative hopefully beautiful we'll talk to you next week thank you very much that was after the jack a mcpherson media group production